0: Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the Friday, January 8th edition of John Solomon Reports. A couple days now have settled in from the terrible tragedy that occurred in our nation's capital, in the Capitol building. We're still sorting out who people are, how many were Trump and MAGA supporters, whether any were Antifa, whether some were QAnon. We're still sorting through that, and until we get facts, we don't want to put out misinformation some people have had erroneous stories out there already. We want to be more careful, but it does look like there may have been a hodgepodge of different agent provocateurs, and we're going to get to the bottom of that. But one thing we are certain of, and what I wanted to focus today on, and uh, why I have chosen the guest we've chosen, which is Congressman Matt Gates of Florida. We've had him on here before. I know you guys enjoy listening to him. The reason I am bringing him back is that he gave a speech on the floor that I think is one of the certain truisms that we do know from this event and that is beyond the fact that it was wrong violence is wrong this did no good hitting a police officer over the head with um, uh, a fire extinguisher and causing his death is felony murder perhaps a capital punishment murder Uh, it is hideous it is horrible Uh, We know that for sure. But the second part that we are now certain of after two, three days of watching this is that the news media have treated this event entirely different than the way they treated the entire summer of burning and pillaging and rioting uh, that occurred in America in the name of Black Lives Matter, in the name of black men, one who was killed uh, absolutely without justification by an officer, another um, who we now know was killed because he picked up a knife or had a knife in his possession and threatened an officer with it. Those are important things to remember in the fact base. But all of the mayhem and destruction that was um, waged upon the United States, from Portland to Washington, D.C., from New York uh, to many other cities around the country, uh, it was treated entirely different. By the national news media those people were called protesters they were called social justice uh, revolutionaries or social justice proponents but they waged the same sort of illegal mayhem that was waged in our nation's capital uh, this weekend but the media is calling what happened Wednesday an insurrection a riot uh, a um, horrific event I agree with all those by the way But they would not use the same terms for same conduct. When a woman fires a Molotov cocktail or uh, fireworks into a loaded police van, she's trying to set those officers on fire and to harm or kill or maim them. And that is just as riotous. That is just as insurrectionist. It is just as evil as what happened on Wednesday. But you can go back and you can look at this and you can see the condemnations are different by Democrats. The media coverage is different. And it's why we're moving more and more towards a world of two separate realities. And what I wanted to uh, do today is bring Matt Gates on because in the middle of this extraordinarily horrible moment on Wednesday, Matt Gates gave a speech on the floor that was roundly praised by his colleagues on the Republican side, at least, for calling out the hypocrisy, the double standard, the intellectual dishonesty of what went on. And uh, my colleague Daniel Payne at JustTheNews dot has a story that really examines word for word how the news media and Democrats took identical behavior in the in the summer, burning. Uh, rampaging rioting putting public and police officials in grave danger covered it entirely different than the same behavior that occurred inside the Capitol on Wednesday and if you don't get anything else to do this weekend or today on Friday January 8th 2021 just go read Daniel Payne's story now we're gonna bring Matt Gates on the congressman from Florida second but I want to play a segment right now of the speech he gave Uh, on the floor in the wee hours of Wednesday night, Thursday morning, before Joe Biden's election was certified. I want you to listen because I think he captures the hypocrisy almost as well as Daniel Payne Uh, from a political perspective. Daniel Payne took it from a factual perspective. But listen to this clip. You'll understand why I play it after it runs.
1: This morning, President Trump explicitly called for demonstrations and protests to be peaceful. He was far more, you can moan and groan, but he was far more explicit about his calls for peace than some of the BLM and left-wing rioters were this summer when we saw violence sweep across this nation. Now we came here today to debate, to follow regular order, to offer an objection, to follow a process that is expressly contemplated in our Constitution, and for doing that, We got called a bunch of seditious traitors. Now, not since 1985 has a Republican president been sworn in, absent some Democrat effort, to object to the electors. But when we do it, it is the new violation of all norms. And when those things are said, people get angry. Now, I know there are many countries where political violence may be necessary, but America is not one such country. Madam Speaker, it was wrong when people vandalized and defaced your home. It was wrong when thugs went to Senator Holly's home. And I don't know if the reports are true, but the Washington Times has just reported some pretty compelling evidence from a facial recognition company showing that some of the people who breached the Capitol today were not Trump supporters. They were masquerading as Trump supporters and, in fact, were members of the violent terrorist group Antifa. Now, we should seek to build America up not tear her down and destroy her and i am sure glad that at least for one day i didn't hear my democrat colleagues calling to defund the police
0: all right so you just heard what matt gates said you hear that applause at the end of the uh speech those are republicans obviously not democrats but uh you know if a democrat gave that speech i would have done the same thing or if the roles were reversed if Republicans had condoned violence uh, on Wednesday and and, and yet um, decried it over the summer, I would have played the, uh, a Democrat saying the same thing. The truth of the matter is Republicans have been consistent. They told and decried and have demanded justice on behalf of all of the police officials who were wounded, all the small business owners whose businesses were destroyed, all of them members of the american public whose homes and businesses and livelihoods and and freedom to walk the streets was destroyed by the anarchists in the summer and the fall and they decried exactly the same thing the horrible assault on the people's house the u.s capitol the place where congress and uh America's business is done every day. They were consistent, but Matt Gates, I think, captures in his speech, and I know as well factually, Daniel Payne captures the double standard, the hypocrisy, the mixed messaging that has gone on. We need to hold our media accountable for that. You vote with your pocketbook when you buy a subscription, when you support an advertiser, when you go to a website and read it. You're voting with your your pocketbook, and i and if you see and hear news media that are playing a double standard now to the great detriment of the American public. If you see members of uh, our government institutions being dishonest, treating the exact same behavior in two entirely different ways, you have an opportunity to make a difference by voting with your pocketbook, by voting with your vote. Um, I won't tell you how to do it. I can just tell you that you have that power in your hands. and uh, We're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, we're going to spend the whole podcast with Congressman Matt Gates of Florida, Uh, And talk about that speech, the reaction to it, and more importantly, how do we get past this world where uh, uh, reality is changed by rhetoric and not by the facts? We need to get back to facts. Factually, setting a police car on fire with police uh, men is just as bad as hitting them over the head with a, a fire extinguisher. Both happened, but the media, some political leaders have treated them entirely different. Rhetorically. Uh, sympathy-wise, and uh, that is not acceptable in America. We should be able to agree on the facts and disagree on the interpretation, but right now the facts are being hijacked by a dishonest debate in America. Both episodes, those that burned through the summer, those that ruined our and disgraced and desecrated our great U.S. Capitol, are of the equal same criminal misbehavior, but they've been treated so differently. And Matt Kates and I are gonna talk about that in a second. But first, commercial break. Let's go to our great advertisers, our great sponsors. Hear from them, support them, start of a new year. Let them know you love them because you love Just the News and John Solomon Reports. And when we come back, Matt Gates will be with you. So- Hey, folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. And as promised, a man who got a standing ovation on the floor of Congress just two nights ago because his speech struck such a chord with so many Americans. Congressman Matt Gates is back with us. Congressman, welcome back.
2: Oh, thanks for having me, John.
0: Listen, that speech about hypocrisy, the double standard, the fact that violence on cops all through the summer was okay for some people and then not okay the second it happened in the Capitol, the inconsistency, it's everybody's talking about your speech. First, what inspired it? And two, how powerful an issue is this going forward?
2: Uh, Jim Jordan was managing the Republican time when it came to framing our objections. And uh, he asked me to go last, to be the cleanup hitter for our side. And Obviously, that was a lot later than we had originally suspected of following the violence. And so the arguments that I intended to make uh, in a very short period of time about Arizona's desire to execute legislative subpoenas to determine that uh, they had selected the right slate of electors that reflected the will of the people through legitimate votes cast uh, was not precisely the speech I had to give. Uh, And, you know, it's quite something, John, that every time the left talks about coming together and unifying it's always on their terms right Uh, you know (laughs) there's no no middle it's like right and and there's no self-reflection ever Um, amazing in politics right there wasn't a moment where we thought wow like how have we come to this as a country where for the first time in hundreds of years the capitol grounds literally became the site of of a storming event uh and my hope is that coming together will be viewed by politicians uh you know in a way that gives us that self reflection uh certainly on the left they had no problem with you know months of riots and harm to police officers and threats uh and destruction um and now all of a sudden everyone's uh, clutching their pearls and i think part you know there's no doubt that these acts were uh, just uh, a stain on our country that they shouldn't have happened that they should never happen again uh but I think it also requires from political leaders a little more reflection into uh, the circumstances that, that led to such a, a dynamic and bad day.
0: Yeah, such a good, such a good point. And, uh, you know, it's funny and particularly my profession is perhaps the worst at this because for six months, the people who were throwing, uh, Molotov cocktails into police cars were called, you know, social justice warriors. And then all of a sudden they're insurrectionists when they're in Washington and surrounded by Trump people. But, uh, in the Republicans have been consistent. They've condemned it when the uh, liberals have done it. They condemned it when it happened on Wednesday. Um, does this issue play out? Does how does this law and order play out over the next few months? Do you guys keep harping on this this uh, this line of hypocrisy, which I assume is going to keep playing out on and other issues as well?
2: John, I have to be honest with you. Uh, a little sleep deprived as we're recording this still, and and a, a little bit uh, taking account of the events of what has occurred. I am not thinking months ahead. Uh, uh, I am thinking days ahead, and I believe that in the coming days, uh, Democrats are going to bring uh, articles of impeachment to the floor of the Congress, and that I will, again, be defending against them. Uh, and I think there's a reason for that, John, and it's certainly not the actions of the president. The president explicitly called for protesters to be peaceful yeah. uh, in his remarks at the White House. Uh, but the hatred of president Trump is the unifying feature of today's democratic party. And though he came out and said, we're going to have a peaceful transition of power to the Biden government, uh, that, you know, while he certainly didn't concede that he fairly lost the election, he understood that Joe Biden would become the president of the United States. Uh, you know, they, they are going to need to continue to, uh, attack him and malign him, uh, Probably through his last days in office as president, because when you look at today's Democrat coalition, like the Joe Biden wing has very little in common with the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wing, yeah,
0: great point.
2: the hatred of President Trump. And so I think that they're going to try to use uh, our, uh, an impeachment vote as early as next week uh, in order to try to keep together a coalition that is otherwise very tenuous.
0: Were you uh, This letter that um, Speaker Pelosi sent, the military leader saying, make sure he doesn't launch the nuclear codes. What's your reaction that a House Speaker does that and interferes with the executive branch government?
2: Well, of course, uh, you know, that is just, again, a desire to make Trump the focus for the sake of Democrats and for the sake of, you know, their desperate attempt to stay together as a party. But it's also ludicrous when you just think about how President Trump is engaged with the world. Uh, he's been a dove. You know, he has kept us out of wars. I think he's the first president in my lifetime. You know, not to start a, a new war, uh, and and he's probably the first to end a war in quite some time, uh, ensuring that we are not forever engaged in the Syrian civil war. So, right. you know, President Trump uh, has shown that foreign policy restraint can be a great virtue. Unfortunately, I think under. Uh, president, uh, you know, elect Biden under a Biden presidency, uh, you will see the United States more eager to deploy our troops and spread our treasure uh, to places that don't have a, an impact on the lives of regular Americans. Well,
0: and from where you stand right now, you're feeling more and more concerned that there's going to be impeachment proceedings next week. Is that right?
2: Uh, I had to get off of a call just to accommodate this recording wow. and the, the, that call was from a Republican colleague, uh, and we are, we are now having to frame out the, the impeachment defense because we believe uh, that Nancy Pelosi will, will use the final days of the Trump administration to further divide the country, uh, to further malign you know, a person who uh, is, is a great president, uh, who has done magnificent things for our country under just, just indescribable uh, circumstances and a division and hatred from the political left, uh, and they're going to continue that hatred uh, up until the final days.
0: Wow, that's, a, that's an amazing week next week. We've been through so as, much.
2: As they lecture us about unity, John, I mean, yes. that's what frustrates me. We heard all these lectures last night about how we need to come together and all hold hands in the warm spring rain, and, you know, uh, the, the following sunrise, following the nighttime uh, lectures on unity, you've got Democrats drafting articles of impeachment, and by the way, it's not just President Trump that they're looking to throw out of government. Uh, Congresswoman Cory Bush uh, has already called on more than 100 Republicans to be expelled from the Congress wow. merely because we signed legal proceedings asking courts to resolve disputes about the 2020 presidential election. She believes that utilizing the legal process and making arguments before a court uh, and utilizing the legislative process and making arguments in Congress with our words should subject us to. A reversal of the democratic will of our
0: constituents. Mm, it's uh, it's going to be trying times ahead for the country. I'm not sure they're ready for all this. We've been through so much already. Um, in the in the last minute we have here, I just want to ask one last question. Is there anything in the next few days at the White House the President can do to blunt this or is this just a, uh, you talked about this sort of being a, a stunt for Pelosi and Schumer to keep uh, the liberals eye off of the fact that they're not going to be able to deliver a lot of their agenda. So this is kind of their, their consolation prize. Uh, is there anything the White House can do to change this dynamic or is it set in stone?
2: You know, right now, the White House is dealing with resignations of people who I think are are more worried about their status at the Washington Dinner Party social circuit than, than they are uh, the peaceful transition of power. I mean, we need people to stay at their posts now and ensure that uh, we've got a, a transition to the Biden government that the president has called upon uh, us to execute. Uh, and so I think that that personnel and human resources uh, are, are going to be in the forefront of their mind as much as an impeachment strategy just today and tomorrow. Uh, but obviously the president's you know remarks about his continued commitment to that peaceful transition uh, are, I think, very helpful. Uh, and, you know, look, if we've got to go continue to defend the Trump presidency up to the last hour, that is exactly what jim jordan and i intend to do and we suspect we'll have a number of others join us
0: yeah i bet that's right all right congressman i know you're going to get back to work i want to thank you so much for giving us a really a spot update right on the front lines of this extraordinary battle wish you a lot of luck have a good weekend
2: oh thanks for having me john appreciate it
0: thank you sir all right folks that wraps up the interview we'll be back in a few minutes to close out the day but first a word from our message our, our great advertisers and our great sponsors thank you All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. We head into a weekend with a lot to think about. We should mourn the loss of that brave police officer who was unnecessarily wounded and killed in the line of duty. We mourn for our country for the ugly episode that occurred Wednesday, and for the ugly episodes that have occurred New Year's Day in Portland and all throughout the summer. This destruction, this anarchy, this chaos, this criminal behavior, there's no room for it in America. There is room, however, for my colleagues in the media to be more intellectually dishonest, more factually honest, because both sets of behaviors over the course of seven months have been wrong. Wrong for America, wrong under the law, wrong under the Constitution, wrong under morality. And I hope uh, this uh, show has given you some food for thought to think about why our media is doing this, why they're no longer being neutral arbiters of facts and they're hijacking and creating false realities or different realities from the same set of facts. That's something we got to get a handle on in 2021, either by creating more institutions that treat facts the same or uh, uh, by ending censorship, moving to new platforms like CloudHub, which we heard about yesterday. So many ways that we can fix this, that this isn't an intractable problem. It can be fixed. But first, it must be acknowledged. And the Russia case, the Ukraine case, the disparate treatment of two anarchist behaviors those in the summer those on wednesday the fact that the media hasn't gotten those honestly intellectually right honestly factually right tells you all you need to know and let's think about it we'll come back next week maybe we'll have a solution or two got a great slate of guests next week i hope until then you have a blessed weekend with your family your friends your loved ones may god bless you and may god bless america Hey, folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800-200-GOLD. gold That's 800-200-GOLD and find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. 800-200-4653, 800 200 4653 gold, or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon, just the news
2: family.